Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Broken Hungry. Darren Ellen here with Lauren from Shakti Yoga in Nashville. Super excited to be here. Thank you for taking the time to interview with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm, like I said, I'm excited to hear what you have to ask me. <laughs> you have no idea what you're getting into. <laughs> Just to get things going, what is the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Wow. I, what? I did not see that one coming. Um, that is the weirdest thing that happened to me this week. Besides this interview. <laughs> well, um, gosh. You know, I, had like a, I was like just in New York and I was, um, weird things happen all the time in New York. Um, one of the weirdest things that happened in New York though, I was, because um, normally I'm in New York, there's not a lot of eye contact, there's not a lot of connection. Mm-hmm. And I was um, at a hotel and this guy was like in an elevator and he was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, we're in New York. And this guy's like saying, hi, how are you? Cause normally like I'm the one that's like, hi, how are you? Right. You know? And like in New York, this guy was like, hi, how in an elevator. Normally it's just like head down. Nobody's talking. And I was, yeah. And I was like, weird. Yes. And also like brought me some hope. I was like, yeah, New York. Okay. There are nice people here. Cool. Yes. I was like, where are you from? Are you from the South? You're not from <laughs> plot twist he's not from new york like (laughs) yeah cool what were you doing there um visiting family and my husband was doing some work there and so he works all day and then i just go play around and do all like visit the studios and my teacher dharma um he's in manhattan and just walk a lot talk about good exercise for free i walked 15 and a half miles on monday in the city oh my goodness that's yeah. crazy. So that's crazy. I can only like walk. Eh, well, I'm running up. I'm running about five miles now. I'm at, I'm at that mark. But that's good. That's crazy. I guess when you, I guess when you're in the city, you don't really think about how much you're walking because you just kind of have to. That's like your transportation, basically. Yeah, it's unintentional. It's yeah. Like, well, you know, it's like, well, I'm gonna walk here. I'm not gonna. I don't ride the subway. Mm. Um. So. It's, well. Well, it is gross, but, but um, I had a friend that lived in the city and she told me a story like one time she was on the subway and a man was peeing next to her. And I was like, oh, well, no. that sold me. I don't ever have to get on the subway again. <laughs> it might be convenient. It might be cheap, but so is walking. Maybe <laughs> not as convenient, but it's cheap. Oof. Yeah, Free 99. And good exercise. Very good. Very good. Well, Lauren, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into coaching and um, being a part of Shakti Yoga? Yeah. Well, my sister and I um, opened Shakti in 2012. But before that, like back in my younger, early 20s, um, out of college and in college, like I bartended and I was in that industry and I was not broke at all. Had lots of, you know, made lots of great money, but I realized I was like, you know, I started actually practicing yoga when I was 25, 24. I was like, and something just, you know, clicked. I was like, this service, like me staying up late and like, I'm just not happy at work. And so I was like, I gotta get up. So what I do, I started like, how can I make money without bartending? Um, I started personal training. Um, I still had to bartend like once, you know, cause you got to do that yeah. to pay the bills. So I started personal training. Um, I did a teacher training, my first teacher training in 2009 at a local studio that is not open anymore. But um, I also traded for my teacher training. I was like, I'll work at the studio, clean the studio, do all those things to pay for my um, 
teacher training. Sorry if you hear some barking. It's my bulldog, Hank, and he's jealous. He's not in here. <laughs> so um, that's how I started, like, you know, teaching and really getting into yoga. Um, so I traded at the studio. Like, I cleaned, and I did all that stuff, like, every day, and I would practice every day for free. That's, that's why awesome. we offer that also at Shakti, because that's how, you know, I started. That's how my sister started. And... Yeah, I mean, just through the practice and um, teaching, after our teacher training, teaching a lot. My sister and I were very fortunate to have a great friend, investor. So in 2012, we opened Shakti. Um, yeah, and it's been a lot of growth since that. It's been over seven years. Um, and the main thing is to just keep growing, keep learning, keep mm-hmm. being a student. And, you know, I saw the way I started because when we opened Shakti, I was like, we don't have money to open a studio. I don't have the education or, you know, I did have education. I didn't want to use the education. Um, but you know, I just went for it. I was like, well, you're never going to know until you try it out and take the risk. And luckily it's been working out so far. Love that. Um, so what was it about yoga in particular that you really loved? What drew you to yoga as opposed to other workouts? Yoga brought something to me that like, I didn't know was present and I think it could be connection with others but like really connection to myself and a um like that spiritual practice that like I love to I've moved I've played sports my whole life you know like did personal training before that but when I started doing yoga I was like oh there's something more to me than just me mm-hmm. also like got me got out you know it took a, it still takes time to like I'm still learning that but I was like, wow, I see how this practice, the dedication, the discipline, what it's physically done to my body, yes, but also like the way I feel. I like, I just wanna be better, like a better version of me. I wanna have better people around me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I wanna share this with others. So that's kind of a really, just a different, um, yeah, just a different seeing. Yeah, I am really into yoga too. And that's all happened over the past, probably year and a half that I've gotten into it. and. I, a lot of the reason why I like it is because it's really challenging, but at the beginning and at the end, you are, you're stretching and you're getting your head into that space. And then like the Shavasana at the end, you're just letting your body absorb what you just did instead of like taking off and running into the next thing. And that's probably one of my favorite parts of it is you still get these really great poses and you get better and you get stronger and it's like a really good workout but there's all that mindfulness to it and the spirituality of it that I really love. Yeah. Um, so what does your day look like um, as a yoga teacher and owning this studio? What does that look like for you? Well, it looks different than it did when we started because when we first started, Kelly and I both taught about 12 to 15 classes a week because we only had six teachers. Oh, man. I know. So, But we also lived in the space. So okay. this used to be our bedroom. So what we're sitting in right now, this is my bedroom. Oh, oh my goodness. Here. This is Kelly's bedroom. Wow. So lived, That's breathed crazy. it, which is the, like, the, one of the best ways to get your, to know your business and to yeah. be for your people. So that was a lot different than now. I teach about four or five classes a week. Mm-hmm. My sister and I also lead teacher training, so there's preparation for that, and we lead retreats. But like today, I woke up at seven, I had coffee, I got on my Peloton, um, <laughs> which has been a great investment. And then I came to the studio and I practiced and I taught the noon, and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then after this, I'll go hang out with my nephew, and then I'll go home, <laughs> you know? like. 
and, and all in between, it's like there's some emails and some like, you know, work in between. So I have a lot more space in my days um, than I used to. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things to do is like go outside, go for a run, you know, along with practicing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. So being a business owner, um, my, my family has owned businesses forever. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs, um, mostly in the automobile industry. So obviously different from yoga, but that comes along with a lot of stress and anxiety. So what are something even as a yoga studio, like what is something that you do to kind of maintain yourself and keep control of your anxiety and stress that comes with owning this business? Yeah, it's definitely present. Um, (laughs) Even though, yeah, owning a yoga studio, because it's a business. And I think some people sometimes forget that, like, oh, we're offering yoga. Well, yeah, but I have to pay that. We have to pay the teachers. We have to pay the bills, you know, all the things that can add up. Um, One of the main things I do is I really try to meditate in the morning. I have this little spot in my house. I like start the coffee, or, and then I'll, but I'll sit before that. You know, I'll get it going. I'll go sit in my living room, light a candle, and just sit. And sometimes it's just five minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's ten minutes. I use my Insight app. I think it's free. You know, and I just sit uh, before anything else happens. Before I like check my emails, any of that stuff. Like that is. Does it happen every single day? No, but you know, I would say six days out of the week it does. That's awesome. Um, so that's the one of the things I do. I also practice yoga. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of the best things I could do for my business. Yes, to be in with the business that you're at, to see the students, but also just to practice. Sure. Because that's what made um, me want to teach is the practice. So it's like just getting on my mat that's and awesome. shift everything. Oh yeah. What is some advice that you would give to somebody who is interested in yoga, um, but maybe they hold, they're holding themselves back because they're not flexible or they think that they're not capable of doing it? Yeah, I hear that all the time. Like, I'm not flexible. I'm like, well, of course you won't ever be unless you practice yoga or sure. like, you know, you got to do some stuff. Uh, I would just say like, okay, you're not flexible. Great. Come into class mm. and give it more than one or two times. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that ever happened just once really you know like or to create a habit or create results it's very rare that you can just do something once right so i mean just like if you're starting running you can't just go run five miles your first day you're like (laughs) i'm gonna start run walk Mm -hmm. and then i might run a whole mile and then you know it's like you've got to keep coming keep practicing rest when needed Mm -hmm. like you know repeat like what is it breathe practice repeat you know exactly just keep going I started uh, getting into yoga. One of my really good friends growing up, Brianna, was um, super into it, like from middle school. And I always liked the idea of like being a yogi. And you know, my I come from a very hectic family. It's crazy and loud, and there's really no peace. <laughs> Love you guys if you're listening, but there's no peace. <laughs> um, so the idea of being able to channel that and um, just be present in the moment in myself and kind of rewire some things in the middle of practice um, really, really attracted me. And probably in college was when I really started to get into it a little bit more. Um, And I would go off and on and off and on. Um, Probably the last six months I've been going more consistently and it's incredible to feel your body becoming more flexible, um, being able to do a stretch that maybe was hard for you before, but now you're pushing it more and it's like you're working your mind and your body. Cause I know for me personally, when I was first doing it, like I had to get out of my own head and I had to just be like, you know, just, just flow with it. Like, just go with it. Like if you're not reaching your toes, who cares? You're still here. You're still doing it. And you know, now instead of 
just my shins like you know I can reach my toes and I, I'm I was a dancer growing up so but I, that was one thing I always struggled with was flexibility I could never I could never do the splits I could never you know put my head my foot on top of my head and um from really diving into it um it just makes you feel good being able to accomplish those things that you see other people doing and you're like I want to do that <laughs> yeah, and it didn't happen overnight right it's like you had to keep going and yeah and so what is your favorite What's your favorite kind of yoga? Because there are so many different facets to yoga. And there's, I mean, of course, the the different segments that aren't even the movement itself. Yeah, there's yeah. so many types of yoga, which is, you know, yeah. great. Because then that's something for everybody. Like, if you go, if, like, one studio doesn't work for you, one style, there's another style. If you want a little slower, you want more restorative. What I mostly teach and what um, the practice that really shifted my whole entire life is uh, power yoga. And my teacher, Baron Baptiste, so it's, I'm a certified Baptiste teacher. Um, I'm also a Dharma yoga teacher, 500, 800 hour with Dharma Mitra, which is a different style of yoga. But, um, but mostly I teach, and Shakti is based in Baptiste power yoga. Okay. So you'll see variations of that. And there is a, what I love about it is there's the heat. Um, it is kind of a set sequence, but it's very adaptable to mm-hmm. anybody, anyone who wants to, be up for growth, up for change, for possibility, for their life, for their body. I think it, um, it's just the best. I've never felt so much freedom in the style of yoga and creativity and strength. Mm-hmm. Like I've been practicing this style for 10 years. Um, and just on this 10th year, am I actually like holding a handstand? That's you know, crazy. I mean, right? I'm not even right? close and I was like, to but that last yet. Last year, this time, I really didn't. I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just never do that. And it's not like my end goal to have a handstand. It's just fun, like you were saying, like, oh, wow. And you don't get attached to. You're like, oh, well, that's cool. There's a new strength that I have when I'm 37. I'm like almost 38, and I started pra- really practicing when I was 25, 24, and to see like back then I was still strong, but like to see my strength now is wow it's like I don't you know I don't miss then I'm so grateful for all of the you know the ride Mm -hmm. but uh, how you can just grow it's it's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah so the pillars of yoga and if you could kind of touch on those a little bit teachers maybe it's a different right dristi Mm -hmm. bandhas heat and vinyasa that's five right yeah so those are the main ones and so that's what if you look think about it dristi your eyes like what are you putting your attention on where you're setting your eyes, dristi, and then breath, ujjayi breathing, and then your bandhas, which is your, your core, like your hands, your feet, your foundation, those all three create heat, mm-hmm. and then they create flow, so vinyasa. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. so those like three are more actionable, and two mm-hmm. are, they more happen because, because, because yeah, like you'll start to build the heat. And then, you, like, once your body's, like, if you're breathing, you're focused, you're, you're locked in, um, you're starting to sweat, and then you can just move, and there's a sense of ease in your body, even when you're working hard. Mm-hmm. It's the, the steadiness and ease, like, or stira sukha, they yeah. call it in yoga. Awesome. Because um, I know a lot of people don't um, don't see the, that there are so many different aspects to yoga, and that it's, like, in all of that, even just the breath, like, you don't have to be practicing a vinyasa at that particular moment to be living that like yogi lifestyle and thinking and having mindful breathing and all of that so that's kind of where my mind was going but well we kind of talk about that how like those pillars like 
are like the poses are just an opportunity for us to practice that so then we get off the mat and we're challenged or it's hot or there's like you know there's no flow like okay wait set my attention on what I want to happen breathe get grounded like wherever your feet are you know that's where you're at so like the practice is just an opportunity to actually do that practice those pillars So I did a yoga class one time a few years ago with my younger sister, and it was called booty yoga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. That was so much fun. You're, have you never heard of it, Ellen? I've heard of it. Okay. You literally do yoga and twerk at the same time. B-U-T-I. Yes. It's, it's, so, it's so much fun. And the, the yoga studio that I go to um, in Jacksonville, they have a class called Shred, and it's like 25 minutes of hit and then 10 minutes of core, and then 25 minutes of yoga. And the first time I ever did it, like I literally had to walk out of the classroom and like I was like, I think I'm gonna die. I think I'm gonna pass out. But it was it was cool because you're getting that hardcore like hip movement where everything's kind of moving. We had like, two, I was, I first time I tried it, I was like, I can hold three pound weights or five pound weights, like it's fine, but then like, then you die and you're like no next time I'm just gonna do two pound weights or no weight at all but it was interesting to see that that all incorporated into into one thing but I think power yoga is my is my favorite one to go to because I like the fast movements um I like I mean the vinyasa flows are nice like slow flow slow flow every now and then I'll do that on like a Saturday morning but I kind of I, I, I do CrossFit, so I love that, you know, next thing, next thing, next thing. Um, but I also love to do yoga on top of that because I do have herniated discs in my uh, lower back. I was like, back. you need yeah. some yoga if you're doing CrossFit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that'll help balance it out mm-hmm. and keep you injury free. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, as a yoga teacher and yoga instructor, I'm sure that your health is super important to you. What are some of, um, like, as far as your nutrition and stuff like that, how, what are some of your favorite foods to make or how do you try to keep yourself healthy other than just, you know, doing, doing yoga? Right. Um, I'm like coffee, number one, uh, without sugar, you know, it's like, there's simple things, um, like try not to do added sugars. If I'm not saying I don't, I'm all about balance, you know, and I want to enjoy my life and I'm not going to deprive myself of things. Um, because I already don't eat gluten or soy or dairy. Are um, you intolerant to them or is that a personal choice? It is a personal choice, but my husband is intolerant to all those things. So it's okay. a very, and I've been that way for six years and I've felt a hundred percent better after, after, definitely after giving up uh, gluten and dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really actually easy to yeah. switch. Um, Things I love to make is like a chickpea cauliflower curry. I love grilled salmon and kale, um, like sweet potato fries, or I mean, hummus. You know, these are the things that I eat, you know, regularly. Yeah. Um, I just try to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And, and then again, you know, I'm also always for a delicious, like gluten-free dessert, you know, sure. here and there. And I mean, I eat fruit, almond butter, banana, like, because I'm not good at preparing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times on lunch is like, peanut butter and almond butter, or, or peanut, a banana and almond butter, you know, I'm right. like, it's cheap, or peanut butter, you know, like, it's easy, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think people tend to think that eating healthy and being balanced has to be complicated, like, that you have to do these elaborate recipes, or, you know, something like that in order to, to be successful. Or over plan your life like Dara does. Okay, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I love to plan. <laughs> like yeah, I, I get it. you know, and I when I've been what happens when the plan goes. <laughs> ugh, I I get anxious and <laughs> and I, I try to I try to go with the flow. That's why I do yoga because I'll be like, oh no, it's fine. Like everything's cool. Like just take a breath. Like it's gonna be okay. But no, I I definitely stop it. <laughs> like <laughs> you, say while, you say while talking a million miles a minute. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's all good. It's fine. I I I think a big thing for you know sometimes I'm a I, I'm affiliated with Beachbody and I and I do some online health coaching in, in that aspect and one of the biggest things that some of the girls will ask me that they have no idea what to do like with their um, with their health and their nutrition and stuff is and and I'm just like just write it down make a plan you know write down what you're gonna eat for the week mm-hmm. and be okay with you know maybe three times that week having the same meal for dinner and then maybe switch it up a couple times because I'm I get bored easily so like mm-hmm. I like to have new foods but if you go in with a plan you go to the grocery store you don't overspend you know you're getting exactly what you need exactly what's on your list and you know you're you don't feel anxious about what you're ready for but it's it doesn't have to be complicated yeah. it could literally be salmon salt and pepper broccoli and yeah. you know maybe maybe I mean, quinoa if you want like a carb or something you know right. lack of preparation is you're yeah like with meals and stuff you're like well that's when you go end up buying like an eight dollar smoothie and you're like damn it right <laughs> what that has like 10 times more sugar than yeah right and i mean i mean and again i've, I've gone in phases of that. i'm like i'm buying a smoothie every day and i'm like i just spent 70 dollars <laughs> two weeks on smoothies so i was like okay cut that out you know, make your own or do something else. Right. Absolutely. When you achieve a new pose that you're working towards, like what does that look like and feel like to you? It feels, well, number one, it feels good, Mm -hmm. but it also feels like acknowledgement. It's like, yeah, like I've worked hard for this and to acknowledge myself and like also don't get an ego about it. Cause Mm -hmm. you know, like just be really grateful. Mm And for my health, for my strength, and like, what else could I keep working towards? I mean, appreciate it, love it, keep practicing it. I, do, I feel all those things. Um, and also like possibility, like, yeah, if I can do this, like what else could I do if I stayed open to keep working on something? And also like, not just in my practice, right? I'm like kind of actually like outside of my, outside of the studio, the mat. It's like, oh, what else can I, if I keep, like if I worked on, something outside of my map, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in my life, like I sure. do on my handstand. Let's see, anything is possible. Like, I sure. mean, I would be an expert at a lot of things. Yeah, no, that actually leads me into my next question. How has yoga helped you outside of the studio? Well, yeah, I feel like it allowed me, so I just actually got married in September. Congrats. Thank you. Newlyweds. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've been together for six, a little over six years, but I feel like yoga has opened me up to a new way of seeing people in my life. Um, like even like relationships with my sisters and my parents and just like generally people. That, but I don't think without, without yoga, I mean, I met James at yoga, so that helps. Um, there you go. <laughs> right. But you know, like I was talking about the day, like I used to be like, I like older men with dark hair. And I was like, that's very limiting, you know, but I'm, but he's actually seven years younger than I am and a blonde, you know? Well, you so go. like, look who I ended up with. I think it's just kept me open sure. and uh, like really willing to be vulnerable and courageous. Definitely. Um, so what are some of your tips for people that maybe have a super low budget and would love to do yoga, but 
you know, they don't really have the budget to do a monthly membership or anything at this point. Um, what's a good way for them to start getting into yoga until they have that ability? Well, I would say go to the studios that have like first time. If you haven't been, like go get the first timer specials. Like we have a 30 day for $30. So you can do your whole month nice. for 30 bucks and you can come as much as you want. There's also a lot of classes that are like just $6 community classes or donation classes. Mm-hmm. We have those, you know, you can just pay what you will. Um, I, you know, I really think like if there's a studio or like a, wherever you do, whether it be yoga or like cross, you know, if there's some place that you absolutely love and like you're part of the community, but you're like, I just can't afford this. Go talk to the owner. You know, like if you, yeah. this is what I always, if I see somebody like Ellen, you're like, you're showing up at Shakti, you did the 30 day, you came like 28 days of those. You're like, I just really want to keep practicing, you know, and I love it so much. And I want to be a part of this community. Like just we'll work it out. Yeah. You know, like it'll work out. I mean, you can also practice at home. You know, you could, there's a lot of, you know, online that's probably affordable YouTube, yeah. but I just like the, like so powerful to be in community to be in a studio because that's when you surround yourself with the people that are you know like who you want to be around you meet some you might meet your future husband or wife or partner (laughs) I mean I did you know um because he kept coming back you know and I just say like just talk to somebody just Mm -hmm. you know like don't send an email don't like oh I love your studio like do that send emails but like go just like hey Lauren can I talk to you for a second yeah. Or there's a trade program like I did mm-hmm. where I helped clean, you know, you mm-hmm. help out before, after class, and you get to practice for free. I think that's one of the best things to do, too, if you have the time for that. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's really great. Um, and I think, too, that, that community really builds... Um, it builds so much more than just relationships. It makes you work harder. It makes you, um, everybody kind of presses each other and forces you. It's, oh, well, if they're working for this, then I'm going to work a little bit harder. And I think that's really good. Or it keeps um, you accountable and yeah. inspires you. Like when I look at Absolutely. people with a great practice, I'm like, I'm not like, I want to be like them, but I'm like, wow, like they've also like put a lot of time and energy in that. Like I, st- I want to like put time and energy in my own practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So how many times, I know you said you teach about four or five times a week, but how many times are you practicing? Seven wow. times a week. Every day. Yeah. That's and awesome. I mean, sometimes it's six, if like travel or something like that, True. but my goal, like it's like a, it's a spiritual practice. It's like brushing my teeth, you know, yeah. it is, it keeps me like, it's, you know, I sweat, I detoxify, it's like clearing of the mind, the body. Um, so it's, it's seven days a week. What other kinds of exercise do you like to do too? Cause you were saying your Peloton bike, you like, yeah, I love to Peloton. I, I do like my Peloton. I love to run. I love to hike. Um, I've been, I'm very grateful that my husband's work has a trainer and I get to go for free. That's so awesome. So <laughs> I've been like lifting again, you know, I kind of got out of that for a while, but I've been like strength training. And mm-hmm. I think at my, my age, I'm not old by any means, but 37, like it's felt really good to start lifting again. Um, and it's made my yoga practice stronger. I think that's why I'm able mm-hmm. to do handstands because I've been lifting. And so yeah. when I'm in the room, I've, had, I've gotten stronger. Yeah, I've definitely seen that. I'm actually, I haven't been lifting in a while, but when I was lifting and doing yoga at the same time, I was able to do a little bit more of the the arm balance and headstand type of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. it's amazing how everything can kind of work together. Yeah. 
Um, so we have a bunch of questions for the ending. Um, so first off, um, what does self-care mean to you? Listening to what I need in the moment. Yeah, I mean, do you want me to go on? Yeah, I was going to say, can you elaborate on that? Okay. <laughs> I think it's, um, you know, I, I'm pretty, uh, I do have, like, again, I practice every day, but I feel like really self-care is like, oh, I'm going to go for this long run, but wait, actually, my knee is hurting. Like, maybe I'm not, you know, like, just, like, give myself, or, like, I'm really, like, feeling run down. What I need to do, like, legs up the wall for 10 minutes, or do I need to, you know, take a nap or or maybe I'm feeling I don't know just anxiety self-care could look like I'm gonna call Mern or Kelly and like let's just talk or go for a walk like reaching out to the people that I love and trust and that support me um, that it looks like a lot of self-care for me too because it's easy to just mm -hmm. be at my house and hang out with Hank and sometimes yeah. self-care looks like snuggling up with Hank exactly you know, and letting him snore so I really it's just like really real self-care for me is what do I need right now? True. Yeah. Very cool. What do you nerd out about in your free time? Uh, nerd out about? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I nerd out about anything. Um, <laughs> Lauren's really cool. Yeah, she doesn't I mean, nerd I out about to. anything. <laughs> I want to. I've been reading a lot of um, like fantasy books recently. Like I just finished, well, I read Harry Potter for my first time ever. You just read it. Oh my I know. Well, my, you know. It was came out when I was in college, so it was too cool for school then. Um, but my husband gave it to me for Christmas last year, so I killed that. Um, and then I just finished the the dark his his Dark Materials trilogy, so I'll just read. Like I love to read fantasies lately, you know, and uh, like I love trilogies. I'm like, yeah. let me just you know, like I've been nerding out about that, and I love to read something and watch it, like read it, watch the episode, or read it, and that's been um, really fun lately. So I've had my head in a book a lot. That's awesome. I love to read. That's I've always been like a book nerd, like a bookworm when I was growing up and stuff. And I had it's funny you have so much more time when you're in middle school than you do as an adult. Um, I was so. not a bookworm when I was younger. <laughs> really? No. Oh no. I my mom would make fun of me because I would like. I would buy books all the time and I was like obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley back in the day and like they had all of like their like two of a kind books so that was what I would read or like anything fantasy so one of my and I I read a lot of personal development but um, <laughs> it's a lot of audio versions of those books because I'm go 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 um, so one thing that I really for 2020 have been wanting to focus on is um, taking time even if it's 30 minutes like every day every other day whatever to just sit down and read a book that has nothing to do with my life yes. and I can that's why I love fantasy <laughs> like I read a ton of like self you know like yoga books or like or, or books from Baron for teacher training Brene Brown you know um all about that so I'm like let's just you know, this will make me appreciate that more. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I read a lot of, I tend to read teen books because they're really quick and they like- The Golden Compass, Harry yeah, Potter, those are- Harry Potter, Golden <laughs> Compass. Um, I have been reading, right now I'm reading one called Minders, um, but they're just like super quick and because I don't have a great attention span. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I'll do that, and then I listen to self-care type podcasts and YouTube and stuff like that, and audiobooks. Yes, yeah, the balance. Like I love to go for a walk and listen to a Super Soul Sunday mm -hmm. by Oprah, you know, or yeah. or listen to you know, um, what's the other one? Ten Percent Happier podcast. Mm -hmm. Like 
Yeah, the free yeah. ones. Yeah, definitely. The free ones are, yeah. are great, especially for those creatives who are just struggling to scrape by. Mm-hmm. We feel you. Um, so what is your favorite personal routine that you have? Like, do you um, start your day a certain way or end your day a certain way? What yeah, well, I start my day snuggling with my dog and husband if they're in the bed. And like I said, I like to wake up, get hot water going, um, get the coffee going, sit down and meditate. That is my ideal morning. And then I'll like, I'll write in a gratitude journal or try to read something just like a short, doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like to move. I like to, or answer some emails while I'm drinking coffee. And then like either I'll go for a run for a walk or I'll get to yoga. So I love to move in the morning. And that is like, that sets me up for the whole day. Sure. Yeah. So I know that you do a lot of yoga. You probably have a lot of patience, but uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? <laughs> well, you know, you don't realize you have pet peeves until I think you're with somebody <laughs> sometimes. Like, you don't realize, like, oh, my God. So one of my biggest pet peeves is somebody crunching on an apple. Like, oh my like God. that. Or, <laughs> chewing loudly. Or chewing loudly near me. Because my husband is, like, a loud chewer. And he's got this beautiful big mouth, you know, and he's just like, <laughs> and he loves chips. And I'm like, this is me. I'm like, hey. I'm just trying not to be like, will you stop it? You know? How dare you near me? I, You're yeah, eating too loud. How dare you? And then I, so I have to take a moment. This is when yoga comes along. Breathe. And then either I'll leave the room or I'll just be like, I love him so much. This person's so great. You know, like, you know. But also, it's a good thing to tell them, because, like, I've told Mern, my dearest friend, and this few minder about the apple thing, and then, like, sometimes she'll bring an apple, and she'll be like, I won't eat it right now. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Or just, like, let me leave the room, and then go for it, you know, or cut it up. Right? (laughs) Just, like... Yeah, no, that is that is an annoying sound. I, but I always cut my apples, so I don't really think I'm I don't really like, yeah. think about it. As bad when you cut them up. Yeah, it's not. But yeah. this like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's funny to watch too. Yeah. So. You kind of look like a horse when you're doing it. Yeah, it's just hilarious. <laughs> so, um, so going back to the budgeting thing, what do you splurge on, and what are you cheap about? I splurge on delicious food, like organics, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, do you I, eat out a lot, or do you mostly cook from, cook at home? We love to we love to eat at home. Um, on the occasional, like once or twice, we you know there could be you know, mm-hmm. but like ideally at home. Um, except for when you're traveling, and that's tough. Uh, what I splurge on soft things, <laughs> uh, like lounge loungewear. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, like my new favorite, like it's it's called Lou and Gray. They're out of New York, mm-hmm. and they make this isn't Lou and Gray, but it's like the softest. Their stuff I just is love so soft, soft. <laughs> like things. Um, so that's sometimes mm-hmm. I splurge on stuff like that. Um, Things I splurge on things that'll last a long time. Yeah. Like if I know this jacket is gonna last me years, then yeah, I'm gonna get that. Um, yeah. But I try not to splurge on things that are, because I did a lot of that for the wedding. I realized mm. I was like, okay, well this isn't gonna, you know, these memories are gonna last. <laughs> the memories will last. The but memories will last. But, <laughs> but the shoes that I bought that I never wore are not gonna last. You know. Yeah. Um, so, so what are you cheap about? Just I guess things that aren't. 
things that are more ephemeral. You don't like hot, hard things. <laughs> hard th- yeah. I'm very cheap with hard things. Like crunchy candy? No, I won't spend money on that. Um, you know, things that I'll, I won't spend money on. A lot of a lot of things I won't spend money on anymore. Um, what am I frugal? I'm just trying to think in my house. Like, what do I, I not buy? Um, you know, I don't know. That's such a great question. Like, what am I like frugal? I guess yeah. you know. There's some foods that like you know, if it's not uh, like organic or you know, like if I'm not doing that, I'll buy the other like other brands and stuff like that. Like, I love going to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one of my favorite places. Dara is like a Trader Joe's enthusiast. Yeah. So I love Trader Joe's so much. Yeah, but you so always she just on, moaned you, at the thought on, of it. Like good fish, like spend money on meat, like you're, you know yeah. that stuff. And I mean, I don't eat red meat, but my uh, sister's husband owns Porter Road, mm-hmm. and so you know you got to spend on stuff that's yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think what do you know? It's so funny. I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. You don't have to have you don't have to have a, a cheap a cheap thing. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'm sure I do. Yeah. It'll come to you the it's second that we're done. It's not either because I love like I was like <laughs> I try to make my coffee at home because mm-hmm. I, I can get caught up in spending money on coffee. What's your go-to coffee drink? Do you get like I get an americano mm-hmm. uh, and then sometimes I'll add a little almond milk or coconut milk. Really good. Love it. Um, so what's an unknown secret of your industry being like being a yoga teacher? I know that's kind it's of a harder weird question. than it looks. Yeah. Yeah. It's really people are like, I want to open up a yoga studio. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Like you can. And like, if that's your dream, please do your dream. And there goes a lot into it. Cause it is a lot of like, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of, um, yeah, it's a lot of like connecting, just trying to be clear and and like with integrity of like running a business and also like keeping it. It's a business like you can't give away classes. You can't, you know, people are, you know, it's even if you are on a budget, like let's work something out. So you're paying something because when you give everything away, right. people don't value it as much. Um, so I think it's, um, yeah, the secret is that it's tough. It's not easy. I mean, yeah, we get to practice yoga and we're not all like peaceful, peace, love and, you know, yoga mm-hmm. like we are. But there's a, some roughness. <laughs> there's sure. a, like we're, we're, it's, we're, it's a business. We're still humans. Mm-hmm. We have the, you know, um, you might have gotta, a little more patient and patience in those business conversations. But maybe, it's still, yeah, yeah, there could be a little bit more patience. <laughs> um, I think that's what's, you know, trying to bring that to everywhere you go. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like it's tough. Yeah. It's worth it, but it's tough. Like there's no, I couldn't even, I have no idea what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing this. I probably own a bar <laughs> or a coffee shop. Hey, either one. With my sisters. You know, so it's there you go. Awesome. All right. So the last question that we like to ask, we just want to know what is your favorite band or your favorite type of music? God, this is such a great question. Um, well, I don't know if it's my favorite time. I love Hamilton. Um, whenever I need to jazz myself up, I listen to the soundtrack. Yes. I, I, not a band or a, I, I think I know every rap in that. It's embarrassing. So if does you catch me listening to Hamilton. It's not going to be pretty. It's, it's so fun though. Like it's, it's so I saw it in New York with my husband's family, and I was like, this is incredible. And then like, anyway, so that's one of my favorite things to listen to. Definitely when I need to get like energized about something. Um, I love so much music. It's kind of it's, it's such a silly answer though. Um, I love Dawes, the band Dawes. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah. Um, I heard someone say that one, but yes, love it. 
Yeah, I love Need to Breathe. I wouldn't say they're my favorite, but like, I'm trying to think, like, what, that's kind of what I listen to. Um, I listen to lots of different... My husband's always listening to music, always. Um, so I don't listen to it as you know all the time. So I'm like, let's just like chill it out. And uh, yeah, I mean, I love like Tina Turner. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you have specific music that you play during your um, yoga classes? That like, is it specific bands or is it just? I don't kind have specific more... bands. Um, I definitely have specific type of music, uh, depending on what type of like energy do I want to bring. Is it more like low key, or do I want to like amp it up? You know, like are we teaching a really fun class? You know, like my mm-hmm. sister and I taught a New Year's Eve class, so it was all like more pop, rock, yeah. you know, hip hop stuff like that. Um, so it's like I'll listen to all that stuff, but mm-hmm. it is very, um, you know, it comes like you know, like slow, it builds, it mm-hmm. builds, it's steady, you know, and then it's slow at the end. So it's very intentional. Yeah. I don't have specific people that I play. Nice. Well, thank you, Lauren, so much for coming on. And it's really cool to see this awesome space that you guys have and this awesome studio that you've built. Um, and we're so excited to see what comes next for Shakti Yoga. I appreciate you asking me. And like, I love what you ladies are up to. So thank you. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into yet another episode of Beyond Broke and Hungry. Stay tuned for next week. We're sitting down with Jordan Reinstrom. She is a spiritual healer, life coach, musician, just all things. Um, we had a really awesome and fun interview with her. So we're really looking forward to you hearing it. Stay tuned. Keep following us on social media and we'll see you next time.